0: The Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast is beneficial not just to professional gutter cleaners, but to home service professionals of all kinds. Whether you are a window cleaner, a pressure washer, a landscaper, HVAC tech, whatever the case may be, you can benefit from the principles that are taught in the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. In this episode, I will be doing This Week in Review. This Week in Review review. Now, this past week, I did a series the whole week now. I did five episodes on the subject which I entitled, Getting the Most Out of Subcontracting. How to Get the Most Out of Subcontracting. And my purpose in that series was that if you Choose to follow my advice, which I gave in an early episode that I did, where I talked about how subcontracting can be a stepping stone for you in your journey to becoming a six-figure gutter cleaner. I want this to be the best experience for you possible. And so what I did in these episodes, I related some of my own experience with big corporate as a subcontractor. And so things you should do, things you shouldn't do, pitfalls to look out for. And I believe that if you go back through these episodes, this can really help you. And so the last episode I did, I talked about the sales and marketing aspect. I talked about how When you are subcontracting with a solid company, they have all the sales and marketing taken care of. You don't have to worry about that. As I've said before, most home service contractors I've run into, they're not strong in the area of sales and marketing. I ask them, what do you do for marketing for your business? And I get the same answer almost every time, and that is word-of-mouth advertising. It, it just seems like the ideal for the average home service professional is to stay busy all day every day, if they can, doing their work, doing their trade, their service, and just get enough word of mouth referrals that they can just stay busy like that. And as I've said before, that's not a good long-term strategy. You need to have something else beside that. Well, when you're dealing with sub- subcontracting, you don't have to worry about that. Now, when I say you don't have to worry about that, you don't have to worry about that for survival. That, as I said before, let's say if you're able to keep yourself busy three days a week and you want to work six days a week and you find a subcontracting outfit that will let you work with them three days out of the week, there's your six days there. And so, but during that time, yes, you can always educate yourself more on sales and marketing. You could always just implement strategies of sales and marketing and build yourself up uh, as a company, and eventually get enough sales and jobs that you won't need the subcontracting gig anymore. But the beautiful thing about that is you can do that in a low pressure environment. See, it's a high pressure environment when you know you're only able to stay busy 3 days a week and you you know you have to for survival, you have to get more jobs. Whereas it's not like that if you fill those gaps, if you get that volume, it's a low pressure situation because that's ultimately what you want to do. You ultimately want to reach a point of graduation. Like I said, you know, three days a week with the subcontracting company, and you, you know, you refine your own sales, your own marketing. All of a sudden, you you're able to stay busy four days a week. You only need the subcontract gig two days. You're able to do it five days a week. You only need them one day a week, and then you reach that graduation point where. Through your sales and marketing efforts, you're able to stay busy all day, every day, and you don't need the subcontract position anymore. That's ultimately where you want to be. And so I talked about the sales and marketing. I talked about managing your expectations, talked about managing your mindset. But before I talk about those two things, I want to talk about volume because that was the next to the last episode I did. I talked about volume being the primary benefit of having a subcontract position is that they're able to provide the volume for you that you're, you're not able to provide for yourself. And so instead of paying a digital marketing company to provide that volume for you, or you're paying a couple thousand dollars a month for something that may or may not come into fruition, what you're doing is you're paying for the volume that you're getting with a solid company who's keeping you busy as many days as you need. You're paying for that volume, but you're paying for it out of the pay that you get. So instead of you making $60 an hour, you may make $30 an hour. That's their pay for giving you the volume and doing all the work that they do in order to provide that volume for you. And so I just... Uh, in that episode, you know, I just encourage home service professionals to just get your eyes off of the hourly wage and get your eyes more on what can you do monthly? What can you do monthly just by yourself at the wage that you believe you're worth? And what could you do if you added in the subcontract? Look at it that way and I think that's a better perspective. Now, I talked about managing your expectations. You know, just coming into a subcontract position with the right expectations, you know, just realizing that it's not going to be like a regular job where you can go in and you're the best person there, so you can can, uh, negotiate your pay. You think you can get paid more. It's not going to work like that, you know, with a company in a subcontract position because they have so many people to choose from that if you're out the door, somebody else is in the door like that because they're constantly hiring on other subcontractors and you really are expendable you know to them and so just having the expectation that you know if if you're going to be able to fill gaps in your schedule with this company it is going to cost you something it's going to cost you something but it's only temporary because you're using it as a stepping stone now I also I also talked about managing your mindset, coming into a subcontract position with the right mindset, that you don't want to come into it and thinking that you're just going to get something for nothing, and then end up complaining about your pay, and complaining about this, and complaining about that, and just bringing a dark cloud of negativity, which is wherever you go, you know, just within that company. You don't want that kind of mindset, and you want to be You want to be careful about just how you treat that company because as you grow into being a six-figure gutter cleaner and beyond, you may get to the point where you have employees, you have subs working under you, and the way that you dealt with the people that gave you those opportunities will eventually be the way that other people are going to deal with you. You know, if you brought a dark cloud of negativity with you everywhere you went, guess what? You're going to attract those kind of people. You know, when you hire and when you sub out work like that, you know, and you got people that complain about the pay and always wanting more, that's the kind of people you're going to get like that. And so we reap what we sow. So come into a subcontract position with the right mindset and with the realization that hey, you may the shoe may be on the other foot sometimes, so how can I treat them like I want to be treated? Now, when I say that, I'm not saying just put up with wrongdoing and put up with stuff that's shady and crooked and, and not take a stand if you need to, because I had to do that in my subcontract position that they weren't doing right. You know, that they would say that they're going to you know reimburse me for certain things, and they wouldn't do it, and I'd have to take a stand, and I stayed on them. And they ended up doing it. But that wasn't a matter of just going around and being negative. That was a matter of bringing accountability to them. So don't get me wrong when I say don't murmur and complain and be negative. Yeah, I mean, if, you know, any company or individual, if they're not doing right, then hold their feet to the fire. Hold them accountable for sure. But what I am saying is just treat them like you want to be treated. Treat them as if when it's your turn and you're the owner and you need subcontractors, treat them like that and I think you would be fine. And so the first episode I did was just an introduction just to let you know what I was going to be talking about in general when it comes to just having the best experience you know, as a subcontractor. And so that was more of an intro. So I hope you get something out of that series. I hope that that is beneficial to you. And if you do go that route, and you've listened to that series and you apply some of the things that I've talked about and you find that you have a good experience, reach out to me and let me know because I would love to put that testimonial up and show people that what I'm saying is true about this, that you can get great benefit out of a subcontracting gig if you have the right mindset, manager mindset, manager expectations, Realize what you're getting into. Realize the benefits of what you're getting into. It could be a good thing for you. So that concludes this week in review. Thank you for tuning in to the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. My hope is that I have said something within this episode that will move you one step closer to becoming a six-figure gutter cleaner. Also, please know that your feedback is valuable to me. So, look me up on Facebook, look up the Six-Figure Gutter Cleaner, look up this episode, and leave me a comment.